Alicia called again? Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. I'm going to write it down just Yeah, because what if somebody steals it from us now? We should patent it. Yeah. We should. You copyright. Oh, See? That's right. Sherlock Holmes. Ooh, they could solve, like, jail crimes. <laughs> jail crimes. <laughs> Like, it's okay, Sherlock Holmes is on the case. Like, Elizabeth Holmes and Jen Shaw fighting crime from behind bars. I like it. Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your snowflakes. This is episode 14 of season three's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and we're talking Jen Shaw. So our verses are Jen versus unconditional support. I guess in parentheses, I'd say coach, her husband. Mm-hmm. Jen versus Angie K. Jen versus Lisa. And Jen versus Dana. So to, you know, spoiler alert, Jen's going to lose all of these. So we're not going to do our usual <laughs> who won. Jen loses. Jen loses big time. Because <laughs> she's in jail. Because she's in jail. So we've been a little nervous to do this episode Maybe not nervous, but maybe just daunted by it. Or yeah. I think for one, our excitement of Jen Shaw has gone way downhill since she was found guilty. Yeah. Um, and we decided we're not going to go into the court case. You've, you've heard that all over the news. Yeah. You know what's up. So right now, at the beginning of the season, Jen is still claiming her innocence and that she's not going to take the plea deal. And that's yeah. where we start. Okay. So um, our question for Jen versus unconditional support is that where does Coach fall in this Does he know, did he know what Jen was up to? So I don't think he knew. Mm -hmm. And I've heard some things online. Well, he used to be a lawyer. Yeah. But his job as a football coach is Mm -hmm. so demanding. I just can't picture him delving into her business. I mean, she complains that he misses her father's funeral. Right. Because he's so busy. So I think it is really believable. To mm-hmm. say that he doesn't know what's going on. And I don't think Coach would have stood for it. Mm-hmm. He seems like a very moral, dedicated, hardworking person. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. I think his morality is part of it. I think he truly believes in a moral code. Mm-hmm. And so he's not okay with what happens. And he does go through her all of the documents. We hear mm-hmm. that they're both looking through the documents. And I do think... I guess what I believe is that as he went through the documents, he saw more and more Mm -hmm. that things weren't adding up or that legally things were a problem or even whether she meant to or not, Mm -hmm. she was in trouble. Yeah. So I think that's where they got to. I think that's where the plea came out of. And then I think even after that, if he read it and he knew, he's not, he still isn't going to abandon his wife and say, oh, everyone, she's guilty. You know, he's going to say, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe he gives her advice, like do this. And he may have said, you're going to have to serve some time for this. I. I can't get you out of this. I love you. I'm yeah. going to help you as much as I can, but you got a problem here. What you did wasn't above board. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you think um, they'll stay married? That's a really good question. I I know you think yes, right? I think they will because I think the coach will not abandon his marriage, especially mm-hmm. when it's that high profile. Yeah. I might have said no originally because I think it's such a mess. 
But at the same time, watching Instagram as, as we have, and that he was helping post her journals. And like just today, I saw a thing where he was saying, I guess I don't know for sure that it's him, but the, initially they made it sound like he was the one kind of in charge of the social media. But they were kind of like, Shaw Squad, you know, your direct messages, we'll get them directly to Jen. And that makes me uncomfortable because I feel as though Jen needs to be held responsible. And I think she needs mm -hmm. to be focusing on her husband and her kids and not her loyal fan base. So my other question is, how is the reunion not a part of your contract? Because yeah, I, I don't, don't understand how she was just able to go, yeah, I'm not showing up. I just feel like a, a certain amount of filming is part of your contract and mm -hmm. a certain amount of after filming is part of your contract. I saw um, an Us magazine from January 2023, and they were talking about different housewives that had not shown up at their reunions. And Lisa Vanderpump skipped season nine of Beverly Hills. They said that she missed a chunk of her paycheck for that. You get half at the beginning of filming and half after the reunion. Mm -hmm. So I think we could assume from that that Jen lost a big chunk of her paycheck. What's she going to do with her hair in jail? Oh, my gosh. I want her to go gray. I know, because she made so much fun of Dana. Right. Yeah. And I want her to go gray, not because I think that's like bad. I yeah. like gray hair. No, But I when agree. she insulted Dana, like her, she made it seem like her gray hair was ugly and wanted to color yeah. it for her, showed her a box of hair dye. Because mm -hmm. we Dana were not has those pretty sparkly grays. She has gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's silver. It's not yeah. gray. It's beautiful hair. And for Jen to make her feel bad about that and pull out a box of color, like that was, ugh. Especially because Dana is so, Dana's very naturally beautiful mm -hmm. and it's just part of her vibe. And yeah. I, yeah, so I'd be curious what what will Jen say when her mm -hmm. hair is gray? Yeah. I'm assuming maybe she doesn't have gray hair. But, the... but, you know, she's not going to have Botox. Well, but it, maybe if Heather visits her, she can sneak <laughs> some in. <laughs> is Heather going to smuggle in some Botox? No, I don't think Heather's going to visit her. You don't think so? I don't. What if she pays her to smuggle in Botox? <laughs> With what money? I'm she didn't oh, go to the reunion. That's true. This is all her fans. She's like, support me. I need Botox yeah. behind And ours. by the way, if Jen asks you to send her money, that's what she's in trouble for. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do <laughs> all right. So our next versus is Angie. Uh, not Angie K. Jen versus Angie K. So Angie Katzenevis. She owns Lunatic Fringe Salons in Utah, Idaho, Ohio, and Tennessee. Um, she founded the salon with her husband, who I call a <laughs> poor man's Nick Lachey. She does. Every time he's on. Every time. He looks like Nick Lachey. I'm sorry. He's like a bald Nick Lachey. And doesn't she sometimes wear that hat? Yeah. I'm not a fan of the hat. But I am a fan of the poor man's Nick Lachey. It works for me. I like it. <laughs> so um, the show explains that Angie and Jen have been friends for 20 years, but then it also says that Heather and Angie K have known each other since high school. So that's a huge history there. Yeah, because, and she is on the show as a friend of Jen. Mm -hmm. They never really mention yeah. her as like a friend of Heather. So I wonder if like, they just wanted to acknowledge that Heather knew her, but I don't see she and Heather having real moments throughout the season. So right. I guess Even she though they're friend. both good friends with Jen, mm -hmm. you would think maybe that they that would be a tie. Of them. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So when they go on the San Diego trip, the first kind of confusion, I guess, of the season is who's hosting the trip. This is like a big problem. Up there. <laughs> yeah. And why does it matter? I mean, why not say co-hosts and just leave it at that? Yeah. But like the fight between 
who is the winner of the hosting thing is yeah. really odd. Like, there's clearly a balance of power in that friendship that's off. Yeah. So apparently Jen, you know, kind of invited people, but then mm-hmm. Angie H. knows the people who own the house. Again, it sounds like Angie K. Or Angie putting, K., I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. She knows the house the, owners. Is putting the bill for it, but mm-hmm. Jen wants her name on it, which is yeah. another problem we'll get to later. <laughs> But, Which, okay, I don't know. When I go on vacation, I'm just happy to be on vacation. I don't I give don't a crap who invited right. who or this or I that. don't understand the assigning of ownership to yeah. the child. So they get into it. I think it's a little bit over who got the master suite or the fact that, that Angie K is a little bit too above her pay grade or yeah, something. Yeah, I think she, she, Jen wants to take mm-hmm. her down a peg. And yeah. Jen thinks she always should get the master yeah. suite. So and just Jen like Heather, a, yeah. <laughs> Heather was joking, like... Okay, she always thinks she gets the master always. suite because she's. It's always like a party where it might be her last time in a nice room. Or and then Whitney's anything. like, well, she's moving into a much smaller yeah. room, maybe eventually. So maybe we should give her that. Yeah, but I don't think she gets it every time, and she's the reason they can't travel internationally. Exactly. So she needs a step. But what happens is that in the middle of this, Angie K is explaining what they're going to do for the day, and Jen dumps a glass of champagne on Angie K's head. Was it a joke? No, no. <laughs> Jen says it's a joke. Her face clearly says she's Otherwise, mad and it's not a joke. I agree. It's one of the moments I hate the most this season. I don't think Angie K was overstepping in any no. moment. I don't think she did anything wrong. And whether she did or not doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. What matters to me is that it is such a moment of bullying. And it's also such a moment of just frustration for mm-hmm. Angie K that's all internal. Like yeah. you see her... You just see her go through it. You can see the embarrassment. It's that feeling, I feel like, in junior high when someone does something to you, but you don't want to lose face in front of your group of yeah. new group of friends. Like, this is her new group of friends, which makes it worse. She's trying to bridge into that housewife's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then Jen's like, you're not worthy of it. I get to dump champagne on your head. Yeah. And you can see the pain in her eyes. And what I really, really hate is the fact that all the other women are silent. Yes. And Lisa says she feels bad mm-hmm. about that later. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree. appreciate Lisa for like, that. I could feel, I would feel embarrassed too, which really she shouldn't because Chen's no. the bad one. But I could definitely feel that Absolutely. embarrassment, that awkwardness. Of, I feel like it takes you right back to middle it, school. It does. Like where you're odd man mm-hmm. out. I can just feel the eyes of everybody looking on you. They don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I was, I think I was saying to you, it reminded me of, when I was with my kid the other day and these kids were like messing around and I kind of like looked the other way, like, Oh, whatever. And then I was like, wait, you're a grown up. They're kids. <laughs> and you're allowed to tell those kids yeah. that that's not okay. And I felt like that with this, by the way, you guys, you're not in middle school. You're, yeah. Oh, but remember you're, you're somebody's mom. You're a grown up. Right. Like, step up. Yeah. Cause if you told your kids, if you saw this happen with your kids, you'd be like, Hey, you should have yes. said, and I probably would do that too to my daughter. Hey, would, you should have said, and maybe myself, mm-hmm. I would have been quiet too. I know. That's the thing. I can see myself acting the way the women did, but I appreciate that at least Lisa said, yeah, I shouldn't be so blinded by Jen's behavior always being at this level that I just don't, I don't even react to it. That's not okay. So yeah. I appreciated that from her. The other issue is again, who's in charge? <laughs> so there's a party at the beginning of the season and it's for coach uh, Sharif's birthday and Angie K hosts it at her new house. But it is Jen's party again. This host yeah, you know, ownership. This As I say is, that, I didn't even realize. It's but it's the, the same, same thing. issue. Huh. Hmm. 
Interesting. So again, we don't know who's in charge of the party, and we don't know who pays for it. So Coach Jen wants to have a party for Coach, mm-hmm. and then Angie K says, "Well, this could also be like a housewarming mm-hmm. party, so we could do it at my so there's place." Confusion. So it's sort of a party, birthday party, plus a little bit of a housewarming right. party. So I think that's where the confusion lies. Yeah. But at the same time, like, so we we co-hosted a party. Like, for yes. Thomas's 40th birthday, we did it at my house. Yeah. But you were in charge of food, decorations, and stuff. Yeah. There was never an issue between us of who was in charge of which part of it or who was yeah. hosting it or... I was never like, hey, Caitlin, can you buy all the pizzas and the cake? Or just assume, do you yeah. like pizzas and cake? I mean, cake? we sort of talked about, I'll do this part, you do this yeah. part. I don't understand why this was so complicated. And especially you have to think as the bills pile up. So we have the amount. Yeah. Angie K claims it's what, 15000 Yes. But when we go through her amount, okay, on the screen, they have her listing amounts mm-hmm. of what things cost. And what she lists actually totals out to 23750 And here's the breakdown. 3,000 flowers, 4,000 bar, 600 cake, 750 piano, 4,000 catering, 1,500 dance floor, 500 cleanup, which didn't seem that bad for cleanup. Do you think it's because she kind of said that she did the cleanup on her own? Do you oh, think she just right. was like, I'm worth 500 yeah. <laughs> My cleanup costs a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> if she did, that's awesome. Dancers, 900. Casino tables, 3,000. Tables, 1,500. And I think she said appetizers, 4,000. Yeah, I think so. I mean... To me, it seems more like a birthday party with just, hey, by the way, here's my house. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like Angie maybe should have paid some. I, I think, don't know. What I do think you it would have been fair if she paid some. I think because they didn't talk about it, I feel like they should have just gone, let's split it 50-50. Yeah. Again, there was no reason to bring it up in the Sprinter van in front of all the other women. Yeah. There's you could tell she was holding that. Like, I am going to use this yeah. someday when Jen if is she, mean to me again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull yeah. this out. She had been sitting on it. Yeah. And like, I'm not mad at her for doing no, that. No, I'm not either. She's she not did, wrong. Jen deserved it. But. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't yeah. like, so they Jen agrees to pay for it, but there, she acts like she offered to pay, and I don't believe that. Yeah. But then again, wouldn't Angie... When she's paying for all this stuff, be like, oh, hey, by the way, the cake costs yeah. 600 bucks. Does that sound good? Or That's I don't know. what I think you would have checked with each other. Because yeah. it's like, we went shopping for stuff together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if there had been a level of confusion, it would have come up when we were talking about yeah. what the cake costs or what the thing costs. Or whoever makes the decision is usually the one who pays. So if Angie made all the decisions and didn't consult Jen, that's not super fair either. Yeah. But, but still, I... I'm just mad at Jen in general, so it's her fault. (laughs) Well, she should have. Oh, but then remember, she was like, well, I gave you a bracelet or what was that? But wasn't it one that like didn't work for her? She couldn't get it on that morning with her fingernails. (laughs) And so she was like, here, you can have it. Like, thanks. Oh, that's. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't get to pay in (laughs) stolen jewelry. (laughs) It's probably like laundered. (laughs) Money was laundered for this jewelry. That's probably hot. Okay, the thing that made me most uncomfortable about this scene is not even who should have paid what, but then when Jen and Coach go to hand over the check to Angie Kay and poor man's Nick Lachey, it's (laughs) It's like this awkward male testosterone. It's the first time I'm intimidated by Coach. Extremely intimidated. It's like I can see where his power comes from. All of a sudden it's like... Dude, I would have been like, I'm so sorry. Just take a check. Just take no He was almost shaming them. Like, yeah. Like, yes. That you, oh, it was bad. It was really bad. And that's the first time I've always kind of thought of Jen as the conniving. And I'm not saying he was conniving or anything. 
But it's the first time I felt like, woo, like I wouldn't want to get on his wrong side right. either. And usually I think of it more with Jen. Although it was his birthday, and this is yeah. coming through what Jen has told him. Right, absolutely. His <laughs> lens is probably Who knows what he has failed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, why didn't Jen just give Angie the check? That's what I don't understand. Why did we? I, I get wanting to film it for the show to yeah. prove that it had been wrapped up. I don't understand why it was like a couple's yeah. presentation of the check. <laughs> like, I'm surprised she didn't show up with one of those giant charity checks that said, like, Angie K. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, here, take this to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it when she was like, I better cash it faster. Right, okay. That was funny. <laughs> All right, so Jen versus Lisa. Now, initially, what we're talking about here is Lisa and Jen on the boat, which yeah. I think it was Heather who joked it was like a sprinter van on water because <laughs> it, they just have uh, housewives and boats never mix, as far as I can remember. On boats, any, vans, any mode of any transportation, closed area. <laughs> oh, I was going to say public planes. Okay, they've had issues on private planes. That's right. But so they just need commercial planes. I think yeah. they're okay. So maybe that's the problem when you remove the crowd, then there's an issue. Oh yeah. But anyway, initially we did not understand the Lisa and Jen argument on the boat. But you really no. Went the first it. time <laughs> I went through this, I was like, okay, they're mad. I don't know what. And then when I rewatched it, yeah. um, I had to take notes and I paused a million times, so I really figured out what was going on. So I'll give you my little play by play. Basically, Jen is mad at Lisa because Lisa did not have her back, did not have Jen's back in the Jen versus Angie K dumping champagne kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. So Jen is in the wrong. Yeah. Yet she's mad at Lisa for right. being more on Angie K's. For not being like, <laughs> like woohoo. Yeah, like you dumped champagne. And so when they're on the boat, you know, Lisa's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And, uh, Jen says, like, you know, if you, if I hung out with Angie H to Lisa, you'd be really mad at me. And, um, Lisa, you don't expect me to ever have your back. Uh, I helped you when no one else were. She said, I've had your back when nobody else did. Yeah, that's confusing. What is she to referring me. to there? I was trying to figure out. Is it that Jen was willing to film with Lisa after Lisa's hot mic moment? Maybe everybody else pulled back a little bit? Or did they? I mean, I can't quite figure out what she's referring to. And it, again, it's Jen. It could yeah. just be. It's like, so you really, there is pretty much no basis for her to be no. mad at Lisa. And I think she just wants to be mad. Yeah. Do you think she caught her recording with Angie K after the thing happened? Because Lisa really sat with Angie K before they got in the Sprinter van where yeah. Angie threw out the whole issue with the bill and who paid. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe Jen is kind of assigning that blame to Lisa because she knows she and Angie K filmed together before they got in the Sprinter van. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. But so at one point when Jen and Lisa are fighting, Heather comes over to try to like break up and Heather's, mm-hmm. then they kind of like move into their separate camps and Heather's yeah. with Jen and she says her to take a deep breath. You've never been ambushed like that. And it's really painful. And I was like, ambushed? <laughs> Jen ambushed? I was like, Lisa was ambushed. She just got on yeah. this boat. You were mean to she her. She was just trying to have a good time and keep her shoes. Yeah. And Heather's whole thing was you don't kick someone when they're down. And Jen threw a veggie tray. Mm-hmm. We all talk about the shoes. No one talks about the veggie no, tray. Poor veggies. The snacks. 
that was their that was their food. Yeah, that's probably where the shoes went. Everyone got mad and hangry. Yeah, and then obviously she throws Angie K's really expensive shoes overboard. Now, the one thing that I found the most interesting of that, basically, when it comes back and Angie K is like, "What?" Everyone's wondering what happened. Jen says, "No one touched your shoes, Angie," and then like, "Blame it on me if you want," or "It was an accident." She says all these things where she's lying and she's just. Oh. Lying. She's just saying it and lying. Like that's interesting. She lies like she says everything else. Yeah. There was no difference. It was really simple and that's yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's a side of Jen where you can see her slip into the lie and Yeah. It's like it's she can just easily easy. just be like, It wasn't me, I didn't do it. Yeah, no I think it. No that's the takeaway from that scene yeah. is that how easy that came about for her. Yeah. And how quickly she'll turn on somebody. Yes. I mean, she didn't even feel bad about no. throwing the shoes. I mean, I would have immediately been like, I, I'm sorry, I got mad. Like, here's yes. a check for the shoes. Which we know she can't do. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she would have had a She should have swam in there. Angie's husband, and that would have been a whole thing. <laughs> well, that duck, it went by that one duck. Maybe he got the shoes. He's walking as a duck with, like, <laughs> with super expensive, like, like Louboutins going around. Yeah, can you imagine it, like, washes up to shore and <laughs> someone's like, like that's an oh expensive God. shoe. Look Where's the that? other one? They'd be worried. Wouldn't you be worried? Like, there's a body somewhere? Like, <laughs> there's shoes. Where's the rest of the person? <laughs> and there's a veggie tray. <laughs> and there's a veggie tray. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> What happened in that Sprinter van? Okay. Let's move on to Jen versus Dana. So initially, when we started looking at this, I felt like, well, I don't, did did Jen and Dana have much? But yes, they really did. When you look at what happened between Jen and Dana, I think that Dana is the only one that really stands up to Jen this season, Mm -hmm. calls her out and legitimately says, I'm worried that she may be, that she's guilty here. Yeah. Everyone else really takes kid gloves with Jen. Like, let's wait and see what the verdict is. Let's wait mm-hmm. and see. Let's believe our friend. And I think Dan is like, dude, she's not my friend. And I'm looking at the preponderance of evidence here, and it, yeah. it doesn't look good. So what's really interesting is Jen doesn't want Dana to go on the San Diego trip. And she kind of blames that on something that had sort of happened in when they called but I think there's something more to it. I, there's got to be something more with Jen and Dana, and yeah, I, I don't so know too. what it is. But they start well, off on that foot. And Jen might feel threatened because Dana is willing to stand up for her. Mm-hmm. Remember, I mean. Yeah. I Bullies don't, don't like to be. Yeah. I mean. Called out. Called out. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So Dana's in real estate, and this is my favorite tidbit. But as of 2022, she has a cafe called Spill the Tea. I Love it. I know. I kind of wonder if they're filming in that cafe when she and Heather are sitting there. Or is that? I don't know. There's a scene in a cafe and I kind of wonder. So what's also interesting is that Dana is also Heather's friend. I feel like they put in so many Heather friends that then she spent no time with them. Yeah. Like, I remember that Dana is a friend of Heather's, but I Mm -hmm. don't picture her as Heather's friend. It's weird. First of all, because Dana and Jen are not friends, Mm -hmm. but I don't see Heather talking to either of them about each other. And you feel like if Dana and Heather were better friends and Heather's so ride or die for Jen, that she would have cautioned her against speaking ill of Jen and she does not. So. She calls Jen out for bullying Angie H. over Finsta. She says, like, if I were you, I'd be real nice right now, especially if you want some money on your bleeping books, which confused us, but we, we had learned to look, it's, 
It's like the, look at us. It's like the little marketplace in the yeah. jail. <laughs> it's like your commissary yeah. money That's or something. That's a better word. <laughs> but you're like, do they have hair color yeah. there? Exactly. Botox? <laughs> There's like there's a talking head where Dana pretty much says Jen's guilty. Dana calls out Jen in the finale, which is kind of a cut scene that she talks about on Instagram and they talk about the reunion. But Dana also doesn't like the way that Jen treats people. She calls her out at the Polynesian dinner. And at the Greek dinner, she mentions that she's heard things from an informant about Jen. So when you add all those up, she calls out Jen a lot. And honestly, Jen doesn't fight Dana that much. They argue in that finale scene that was cut out. Yeah. But really, Jen lets Dana not get away with it, but she doesn't fight with her the way she fights with the other women. And I guess it's the lack of history. But considering Mm -hmm. how mad Jen can get, it's sort of interesting. Like, I can't tell if she's starting to just be worn down by fighting this fight Mm -hmm. or if, like, Dana's actually strong enough to stand up to Jen and it makes her take a step back. At which point, I think that would make Dana a really great housewife. I like. I think yeah. they have set her up to be a housewife, or at least, uh, you know, she's yeah. trying out for it this season. And, and she, I want to see her in that role. She really came on hating Jen mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like she was like immediately. It was like mm-hmm. I don't like Jen. I don't yeah. like the way she treats people. And the one thing that's funny, like I'm Team Dana on the way, but yeah. she didn't like how Jen bullied. Angie H over oh, yeah. the Finsta thing, which I'm like, yeah, I couldn't. I, I mean, don't, don't care. we think Angie <laughs> H had it coming? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but she's it's watching Dana. out that mirror yeah. on like how people just are speaking in general, to each other. how she mm-hmm. acts, and yeah. <laughs> and ironically, it feels like none of the other women share our opinion of the fact that Jen looks super guilty as we watch the season. Yeah, but Dana does, so I think uh-huh. she's endeared to us in the fact that it's like finally someone has. The same view that the majority of viewers well, have. Okay, you know what we're talking about? Like, maybe Jen has dirt on them. Mm-hmm. But maybe she's, like, threatening to sue them or something. Oh, like, maybe, like, libel or something. I don't like. know. But, like, when you're actually on mm-hmm. trial, like, being... Co- yeah, maybe there know. is. Maybe there's something she can kind of pull on Or maybe she's just say. threatening. Who knows? Yeah, she could be like, you don't want me to pull you into this just trial too yeah, or something. Exactly. That, that, that I might believe because there's something, there's some reason that they're all so quiet. Yeah, and also like, we'll wait and see. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they, well, they, they are all just, and it doesn't end well. They're just not judgmental people, you know? Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> funny. You're right. I forgot that. Um, do you think that we will see Jen's presence in season four? Do you think she'll be gone, referred to? Will there be visits? I think she, if if Bravo allows it, mm-hmm. and depending whatever the jail allows, yeah, I don't know. She how will works. be on there as much as she can, yeah, because she wants the attention and Absolutely. she wants the money. Do you think Bravo will allow her? Like, I'm hoping that Andy's so annoyed that she just mm-hmm. didn't show up to the reunion and, and really didn't fulfill her contract. Yeah. I'm hoping that they're like, this isn't a good look for us. This isn't yeah. a good look for her. And she doesn't need any more attention. I'm done. I want them to cut her and let it go. Yeah. I don't mind them like maybe referring occasionally to like kind of seeing like maybe that transition. But then I think we're done. Yeah. Like I don't think she needs this. I don't want her to have that. Yeah. I feel she like. She needs to make her money some other way to pay back the victims. Yeah. Because I, I feel like as a victim or like let's say I was like 
the victim's yeah. daughter. Right. If I were watching Jen Shaw, then on TV, yeah. being like, oh, here's Because my- then she's she's profiting off of the pain that she yeah. caused everybody. And I don't think that Bravo should be a participant in that. Right. Like, I think that if Jen wants to really work it out with her family and friends, and if she wants to maybe come on the show and make a little bit of a statement about her wrong and not that right. Jen Shaw apology, but like a legitimate apology. I could see mm-hmm. that as a way to wrap her up, but then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Over it. <laughs> I think you're right. But at the same time, I kind of want to see like, if they've talked at visits, what they yeah. talk about. I don't know. I mean, like, the I gossipy think, part I think of me morally you're yeah. right though. We should not <laughs> give her any more air yeah. time. And I'm just a little tired of her. Like, even when I read those first two journal entries and I felt a little bit bad, I also felt like I'm over this. I yeah. And I rarely feel that way. I usually like to see a story play out. But yeah. in this case, I feel like it's one of those moments where you just have to, you have to cut it. She's responsible. And part of that responsibility is taking some of her notoriety away. I don't think it's fair. You're it's right. not sh- amazing. And I feel like I just got by lectured. <laughs> Like, I feel like, okay, fine, I don't want to well, see him show up. judge her. you if you watch it, but I just think, I just think, I guess it's like the Angie H thing, right? Yeah. As we're watching Angie H be so excited to, like, grasp onto that celebrity, right. I see from the Instagram that same vibe from Jen. Yeah. Like, me, still pay attention to me. It's really important what I'm doing in jail. And it's not. Right. And I think that the way Jen acted kind of took viewers away from the show. So I guess I also want the show to revive, like... Yeah, because... I don't begrudge people caring what happens, and it's interesting. Like, yeah. I, I would absolutely watch, too. But I just feel like Bravo needs to take that choice away from us. They need well, to be the plus, <laughs> okay, but Caitlin and I decided if there is a show, it needs to be Jen yeah. and Elizabeth Holmes yes, there's because a- they're both at the same yeah. prison. Yeah. Currently, that's where Elizabeth Holmes will be sent. She's not there yet. Yes. But if they were roommates and they had their own reality show. That would be amazing because you know Jen would just... Her brain would explode yeah. with Elizabeth Holmes, and mm-hmm. she's especially just doing that low fake voice. Yes. That she <laughs> yes, that I would pay to watch. <laughs> Go ahead, Peacock. Cue that up. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we've we, we survived Jen Shaw. Yeah, I'm did glad she she's survive been. us? Yeah, she's our, she's our last like. Oh, she is. Yeah, she is. So after this, we'll do our best of, and then we're going to also do, um, we're going to do Heather Gay's book, Bad Mormon. Mm -hmm. So go um, buy the book, read the book. Yeah. And the questions are online, so you Mm -hmm. can. And I've started the first, like, two or three chapters. I really like it. It's really interesting. It's well-written. I'm cool. I think it'll be a fun one to talk about. We're also going to cover Kyle's book. Uh, Yeah, Kyle Richards from Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills. Because she's going to be on the, yeah. we're going to talk about some of the ultimate girls trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she'll show up there. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. we thought we'd give her a book a read. And then we're also going to watch the episode of Below Deck Adventure with uh, Heather on it. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we'll throw that probably into the book uh, yes. club episode. So I need some more Below Deck in yeah, my we life. We love Below Deck. It's been a so while. If you're a fan of that. I think yeah. You'll enjoy that crossover with us. <laughs> crossover. <laughs> crossover event. Crossover event. All right. <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our episode, please subscribe. And if you'd like to help support us, please share this podcast with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Thanks again. And remember to stay out of the shade.